Hey everybody, Pastor John Bryson here and just want to tell you about another podcast in our family of podcasts. The latest at Fellowship is simply exactly that. It's done weekly, produced weekly, and it just serves to inform our church, our body, our city about things going on uh, right now at our church. Uh, maybe a little bit more of the why than we're able to do at a Sunday announcement or a paragraph on a website. Just a chance to kind of verbally walk through what's going on, what's happening, why we're doing what we're doing, what we are doing in this week of our church. You can search for the latest at Fellowship Memphis in the exact same place you're listening to this podcast now. So should we just go to the disciplines? Because that's... Let's do it. Okay. okay. Let's do it. Uh, well, uh, how do we intro this thing? Welcome back. Why don't you do an intro? Oh, great. <laughs> let's change it up. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Formation. <laughs> Seth, is, Seth is laughing. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Formation. Um, good to have you. Thanks for listening. Um, just as a refresh and a reminder, uh, our aim at this podcast is to uh, help uh, ourselves and help uh, you journey together uh, in growing as disciples of Jesus, uh, realizing that our spiritual walk with Jesus and our spiritual growth is more than information. It's also practices and that uh, no formation happens without repetition. And so we want to give ourselves two uh, disciplines and practices that that give life and help us grow and flourish with Jesus. So that's what we're up to. Um, and as usual, we're going to start off by wondering what week of the podcast this is. I think <laughs> yes. it's week I think nine. it's nine. I think it's nine. And uh, man, we were joking about this last week. How many weeks of this do we have? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like we're going to be saying like, this is week 104. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Our, our aim is to just to, to keep this going. It's really fruitful for us and hopefully yeah. encouraging for others. So yeah. What at some point we'll get to week 100. Yeah. I mean, some like the whole point of this is not, we're going to implement a hundred practices into our Christian walk. It's we're going to experiment with these and then hopefully, you know, through our experimentation, we can latch onto maybe three or four that yeah. can become regular. Yeah. Um, you know, in our walk with the Lord. So hopefully, I mean, as we go through these, some of these you latch on to as listeners. And uh, again, we'd love to hear feedback. We got the formation at fellowshipmemphis.org email set up. Um, already gotten some feedback from uh, some listeners. So we really appreciate that. And um, yeah, let's let's dive right into it. So this let's past week we did uh, practicing the presence. Uh, so Claude, what happened? Yes, sir. So practicing the presence, just a little bit of a, um, a refresh this is um, this is a discipline that is centered on uh, becoming aware and open to Christ's presence uh, throughout the day. So just awareness to awareness to God uh, through our day, um, and it's an invitation to basically do the opposite of compartmentalizing our life, uh, but to actually have a ongoing um, connection and communion uh, intentionally with God through throughout our day. Yeah. So. The practice I did for this, I I did um, a couple of set times of prayer. So I had mentioned uh, trying this before and writing a specific morning prayer. Um, that I pretty much do, um, that specific morning prayer, but brought it back into rotation. Um, that wasn't new ground for me. What That's was, something you wrote? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the uh, one of the practices that Calhoun uh, suggested, I don't know if she suggested necessarily writing 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 a specific prayer. She said, find a verse or a prayer. So your waking prayer, you're in the shower prayer, your dressing prayer, your cooking prayer, yeah, driving prayer. I remember you saying that last week. Yeah. Yeah. So so I had written in the past a specific morning one that was just uh, helpful to me, hit on certain 
kind of themes that um, would just kind of ground me for the day. That's cool. Uh, in a specific way. So uh, hit refresh on that. And then the two things that I added for this were basically doing that for my prayer prayer before bed and then adding a sort of like getting ready for the day prayer. Yeah. Um, and so I basically, for this practice, just brought in three like specific anchors of prayer uh, for the morning, for the sort of getting ready, and then for the end of the day. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So you did that every day? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. This one, well, let's chalk this one up to a success. Hey, hey. I mean, <laughs> if I do if I do more than what uh, I would do in my default, that's a success for me. So yeah. What I what I use for the um for the night prayer was uh common the common book of prayer. So there's a specific prayer, uh, what's called a collect, um that I would just read and pray at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, short, simple, but like it uh, again. One of the benefits of written prayers is they're putting truth and language in terms that I, I probably wouldn't use all the time. And it's bringing out themes um, that are biblical and that are rich, but that in my sort of default mode of praying, I'll pray the same things in the same way. And so it's allowing me to hit um, and be reminded of different aspects of who God is, uh, things I need to pray for, things for me to be aware of. So that was really fruitful. That that thing you said, the collect, is the that, collect, yeah. is that the same thing as like, it? when people say they pray the daily office? Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. So I have the common book of prayer and man, it's so, it, uh, it, there's so much stuff in it. It's almost a little bit confusing to use. You almost need to make like a guide for how to use it sort of, if you're, yeah. if you're newish to that stuff, which, which I am over the last year or so. Right. It, it is similar. I think with the daily office, you'll pray certain, certain of those prayers, collects or collects. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, and I think there's also certain scripture readings that come with it. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's similar from, from yeah, what there's I know. Something, I'm not sure. <clears throat> I remember looking it up a while ago where um like there's a bunch of different things online, like people put out like a bunch of different churches put out a daily yes. office. Yeah. And it's like morning, noon, evening prayers, yep. scriptures, all that stuff. So like you can you can follow those things. Yeah. Um but they're pretty intense. Like you know. Yeah, they're they're long. And so what I've done um is in the past and then with this was basically let me just pull out like one prayer one portion yeah and do that that's manageable for me because i'm right. the type that would that's I'm sustainable the, yeah i would i would set big ambitions and then do nothing that's right. pretty much <laughs> you know that's my sort yeah. of default mode so i have to take small bites of stuff in order for it to actually happen yeah just get your wins small yeah, little wins yeah, yeah. Build, build some momentum and build and i think that's build a sustainable practice that i can keep up so so come book of prayer has been a help for me and uh and yeah adding that sort of like getting ready um, getting ready for the day, sort of one sentence kind of prayer thing. Um, that was helpful too. So I, I want to keep that going. Yeah. Like really, um, yeah, meaningful, simple, short, easy, but, um, but rich for just connecting myself to, uh, God and to the big story of, of, of the world really. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, mine, uh, are you done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> tell me. Tell me about my. I was not that. I exciting. didn't want to like cut yeah. you off. <laughs> no, you're good. That's all I got, man. No, I. Th- this one was a good one for me because it's something I've been thinking about a lot. Where you know this idea of, you know, we don't live in the flesh; we live by the spirit. Mm-hmm. And the scripture, I mean, all throughout the New Testament, calls us to live in the spirit, live by the spirit, walk in the spirit. And I think, like what we were talking about last week, this is kind of like a foundational understanding or foundational practice to really where like a bunch of these uh, practices, disciplines, they kind of spring off of like you're practicing the presence of God uh, really in all these things. So even when you journal, you're practicing the presence when, you know, you're doing a a morning prayer, you're doing the examine or something like that. You are practicing, even when you go and do like iconography or, you know, uh, the Visio Divina thing, that, that is, you're 
practicing the presence, right? So it's like, this is like a foundational thing. So it was, but it was good for me because I've been thinking a lot about what it means to walk in the power of the spirit, like where you're constantly, your, your, your walk is so in tune and so connected to the Lord, your union with God is so intimate and so, uh, so consistent that you are a living parable. Like mm-hmm. you're, you walk in the presence of God so that when you, as you go, you know, like God is able to basically use you as an extension of his love to push the light into the darkness. Yeah, And that is something I've been thinking a lot about where, you know, it's almost like every, Jesus has that, says in, um, uh, John 12, where he says, unless a seed falls into the ground and dies, it cannot bear much fruit. But if it falls in the ground and dies, it bears much fruit, right? Whoever seeks to lose his life is going to find it. Whoever seeks to find his life is going to lose it. This idea, like, man, every day you have to say, man, Seth has to die today and Christ has to live in me. Christ's presence has to be who I am. And it's like, you know, when you wake up, Claude has to die today. And that, that is what Jesus is saying when he said, hey, if you want life to the full, it's not you seeking out happiness. It's you dying to yourself and letting me live in you and letting me work through you. So one cool story from this past week, and this was something that I think, man, I, I just, I love the thought of practicing the presence. And so we had this, um, one of the areas that I'm responsible for here at, at fellowship is for the worship pastors, the worship leaders. And we had a worship leader meeting and normally I approach those and it's just like, Hey, let's talk about what's coming up, what's been done. Let's eval all that stuff. But man, just for probably 15 minutes beforehand, just prayed and just said, Lord, whatever you want to do in this time, like get me out of the way. Seth has to die so that you can live in me. And so we went into that time where I was being very intentional about trying to hear from the spirit. And it was incredible. Like during this time, one of the, one of our worship leaders, um, you know, something about the way that she was saying some things just felt like she was heavily burdened and just, man, felt the Lord say, just ask her if she knows how much I love her. And I just asked that and she started, she lost it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was exactly like the ministerial moment that occurred there because I was trying to practice the presence. It wasn't anything I did, you know, right. it was me getting out of the way so that the spirit can work in me, me putting my pride aside and me putting, here's what I think is best to do this time. And God used that time to do a lot of healing. And I think that is, that's what comes when you say like, I'm going to die today and I'm going to let Christ live in me. So that actual fruitful, lasting redemption and, uh, uh, regeneration can occur, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's what I saw, but it's risky, man. Like this is one thing I, I, was, I was dealing with yesterday. I was at uh, Panera bread. And, uh, so I was, I was just doing there doing some study and this lady comes up and she's asked me if uh, the Wi-Fi is working or something. I wasn't on Wi-Fi, so I was like, I haven't tried to connect, sorry, all that stuff. But she seemed really troubled by it or whatever. <laughs> Need my Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. And, um, man, there was just this weird moment where she was over at this table. She was talking to somebody, and I really felt compelled to go pray for her. And I didn't do it, you know? And it's just this walking in the spirit, like you have to get rid of your pride and you have to let the Lord work through you to love people. You know, the most loving thing I could have done for her in that moment was just to walk over here, love on her and pray for her, you know, but I couldn't do it. My pride wouldn't let me do it. Yeah. And, uh, I think, man, God wants to talk to us, you know, and he wants to reveal himself to us and he wants to be in relationship with us. But a lot of times we want what we want, you know, and we want our pride and what we think is best rather than just saying, no, Seth has to die today and Christ has to live in me. So this whole practice, the presence thing, I saw incredible fruit, but I also saw what a challenge it is, you know, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's just hard. It's just hard to put that, 
put me aside and put my pride to death so that that Christ can work through me in the spirit to minister to his people, his children. Yeah. And that's just a challenge. It is. Know? It is. Uh, sometimes embarrassing. Like if I go over there and she doesn't receive that well, that's what goes on in my head, you know? Like for sure. Yeah. She's going to think I'm an that idiot. Could, that could that could go weird in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. All these people are going to look at me praying for this random lady, like what are they going to And all that gets in the way of being able to be a manifestation of God's love to that person, you know? So it's it, it was an interesting week. I learned a lot. That's good, man. Yeah. Well, I think what's what's also connected to this too is just the level of distraction and noise that we have in in just sort of modern modern life. That yeah. We're you know I think about um you know I can go from getting up to the very end of my day with with almost no silence. I can from the car um you know I can be listened to podcast or something. That's great. That's fine. From the car to the building that I'm entering, I can have my headphones on with music. Yep. Like there's just all these noise. all this noise and just sort of things that are it's it's not that this stuff is bad. It's just that we have to be intentional in terms of, oh, what impact does this have on me? Is this am I um am I so filled with noise and distraction that it's hard for me to practice God's presence? It's hard for yeah. me to it's hard for me to have moments of intentionally understanding, you know, I belong to Jesus. Um the true story of the world is a story of God's kingdom and uh, Christ uh, coming, uh, living, dying, uh, resurrecting and returning. Like, it, you know, do I have enough um, practices and rhythms in my life that are situating me in that true story? Or am I just sort of kind of groggily getting through the day, getting through the day right? And yeah. so I think that's where this comes in as, as a really critical practice of just those those ways to build in um, those touch points that are both reminders and also just the enjoyment of our relationship with God. Yeah. And so I think, um, yeah, I think that's the challenge of just sort of l- the sort of looking up really, if we yeah, want to put, it, put in, it in that way. Uh, so, so yeah, so I think, you know, figuring out what those, what those um, little uh, habits uh, and rhythms are, right. Um, you know, we talked about sort of the, the kind of classic prayers yeah. that people would use for this. And those are all really short. Uh, maybe it's something as simple as um, a certain verse that you you turn to throughout your day or something like that, or, or, you know, just a lot, hundreds of ways this could happen. But I think to your point, it's all really important because otherwise there's sort of distractions or sort of our, our self yeah. gets in a way, our, all, all of these other things that sort of uh, kind of clog us up. Yeah. And we've talked about that before where it's like at the end of the day, you're like, what even happened today? What happened? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, there's just no, you don't feel like you've made any real impact and all that stuff. It's, I think a lot of that is because man, we we're so surrounded by distraction and noise and it's just like, it, not saying that God can't speak to you while you're listening to a podcast, but there, I think God honors the times when you situate yourself before him in silence and you just say, Lord, what do you want to do through me? Like, wh- or, you know, what do you want to reveal to me right now? Like, where do you want my heart to go? Like even thinking about Jesus, one thing that always strikes me is how, how it'd be like, man, he'd gather a huge crowd. And the thing that he would do is he'd run away and go be with the Lord, go be with his father, you know? And just this idea that like he knew like he is the exact imprint of his nature, of God's nature. He knew how important it was to maintain his unity with God. Like the pre- like, I and the Father are one to maintain that communion with his Father. So like he would get away so that he could do effective ministry, you know, so that he could continually be in the presence of his Father yeah. and be doing effective ministry. So it's just like, it's one of those things, man, where it's like it's, it doesn't look productive. 
you know, when you go and you pray, you know, it doesn't feel productive. You much rather listen to a podcast, learn something or, you know, go write something, whatever. But it's like, man, in those times, they can be like truly formational. Yeah. And I think the other side of that too is like, if you are listening to a podcast, you are doing this thing. It's sort of connected to um, celebration. So many other things. It's like, just remember, like connecting God to that thing. So you're listening to some podcast about, um, I don't know, something that some topic in the world or some news event in the world. It's like, you can practice a presence as you do that by after you're done listening, praying for that yeah. circumstance. Like yeah. so, so it's not that. What's the deeper the, reality of the story? Yeah, like yeah, where the, yeah. You know, it's not that these warfare. things are completely at odds with each other, but it's sort of this: are we in, are we intentional, and are we sort of are we um, in a position of being in charge of making the connection between what we're doing um, and what's true in the world and who we are in in Christ, or are we sort of um, serving our circumstances and just kind of going through everything. Right. And I think that's really the yeah. question because it, it's, it we're be reacting. A, yeah. Are, that's, that's, that's the, that's the better way to put it. Yeah. Are we, are we intentional, proactive, or are we sort of just reacting to everything that comes our way? So I think the help with this discipline is it encourages us to be proactive. Yeah. So it's like, man, if I, if I want to listen to music, wonderful. Let me do that to God's glory. Enjoy this creativity, all, all that stuff. So, yeah, and and that brings us all the way back to you know some of foundational stuff of celebration and, and things like that. So, yeah. so yeah, this is a good practice, man. I'm gonna try to keep up, um, keep up. Yeah, I think those it's crucial. Steps. Yeah, and um, it's so foundational. We all try to do this already, right? We just maybe have not given it this name in this term, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. And, and the way that you were talking about, you know, always listening to something like like it's a good segue into what's coming next with rest. Yes, you know. Um, and uh, so this is going to be great. So just Get so your rest on. for our listeners, uh, so that they know, we're going to be taking the next uh, the next week off. So we're going to have a two week lag between posts of podcasts because we got spring break coming up, and um, which times out perfectly with the next discipline of rest. So, uh, Claude, why don't you uh, kick us off and learn about what rest is? Yes. <laughs> Let me read you this quote from Archibald Hart: "People in a hurry never have time for recovery." Their minds have little time to meditate and pray so that problems can be put in perspective. In short, people in our age are showing signs of physiological disintegration because we are living at a pace that is too fast for our bodies. Uh, so rest, uh, Calhoun defines it this way. It's, uh, its desire is this, to honor God and my human limitations through restful rhythms. Uh, it is entering into rest um, uh, by acknowledging our God-given limits by paying attention to the physical, mental, and spiritual needs of the body, and that's how we learn when and how to rest. Uh, some key scripture um, for this, Psalm 62.1, my soul finds rest in God alone. Uh, Sandra McCracken's got an album on the Psalms, great song on that verse, uh, just a plug. Uh, that's not scripture, but that's just a plug. <laughs> um, Psalm 116.7, be at rest once more, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. So this sort of practice is obviously closely related to Sabbath, um, although they're, they're sort of distinct. Um, you can you can rest in a way that is not necessarily attached to practicing uh, the Sabbath. It could be a, a moment of rest. Um, you, you'll you will kind of distinguish that when we get to some of the practices. Um, so some of the ways that you can practice rest: uh, setting aside unhurried time to rest and be refreshed rather than work. Restful activities: uh, walking on the beach, taking a cat nap, calling your parents, talking to your kids, uh, making love to your spouse, going on a picnic, curling up by the fireplace. 
setting margins in the in the day for moments of recollection and rest. So something like the examine could be rest. Yeah. Uh, taking vacation and days off, refraining from activities that drain. <laughs> like I like this list: doing taxes, <laughs> cleaning talk, to- cleaning closets, and so on. Please do your taxes if you're listening to this. Yeah. Do 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 them. Um, yeah. And we can't uh, we can't refrain from all activities that drain us. That's part of our our call, but. Uh, again, there there is a way to be intentional there. Uh, developing an intentional rhythm of rest and work in your life. Some of the God-given fruit, keeping company with Jesus by curbing your addictions to busyness, rush, and hurry, and just resting your mind, body, and soul. So a yeah. little bit of overview of rest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I think the one thing that sticks out to me in those practices is that develop an intentional rhythm of rest and work in your life, like to build it in intentionally. That's one thing I have not done. Yeah, uh, it's always just been sporadic. Like I'm tired. Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm really tired, so now I'm going to rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not like this proactive. Like we were saying, we're not. I'm reacting to tiredness when I rest. I'm Correct. not being proactively restful before Correct. the Lord. And I think the 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 thing I really appreciated from the way that Calhoun unpacked this. Um, one of the one of the exercises for this, she says, uh, speaking of about rest, I'm tired. Uh, she talks about considering whether our tiredness is. Uh, is of the body or of the soul? So, are we soul tired or are we physically tired? Yeah, like are we those tired? Are different. Yeah, those are and those are very different. Um, and so, I really appreciate that level of uh, nuance and clarity there. Um, yeah, that's helpful. And thinking through what type of rest would refresh my body: exercise, going to bed early, and nap. What type of rest would refresh my soul? Retreat, sleep, music, scripture, prayer. Um, and she says, two, choose two times in the week this week where you will intentionally enter into rest for your body and for your soul. Yeah. So I, I really like that nuance there because uh, sometimes we think the way to rest is to, you know, sort of veg out or just, you know, get extra hours of sleep. And we we are still coming out of that as fatigued as we were before, as worried as we were before, all of those things, because it was not so much physical as it was a need for a soul rest. Yeah. So what's your plan? Um, my plan, I, I think I'm going to try to do that one that I just read. Okay. Um, think of what are the practices to add in for soul rest, yeah. um, and kind of try those on. Um, I think I'll do this by default with spring break. Um, there'll just be a different rhythm for work. So yeah. I think I'll do that. And I think the challenge for me will be to be okay with not getting a bunch of stuff done. So That's I, hard. I find it is hard. I was like, oh, I'm at home. I don't, I'm, I'm not working today or whatever. Well, let me try to read, let me try to read this book, which I, which to me is like an, an enjoyable thing, but it's also can turn into sort of like, I'm, I'm almost treating it like work in a way where it's like, I, I, that's funny. Cause I would treat that as rest. It is, it is rest yeah. for me, but like, I'm almost like, I treat it as work in the sense of like, I really want to take a bunch of notes. I want to get through it. Like I, I value the, the, um, the accomplishment of it yeah, too much. Yeah. And so for me, I have to sort of turn, turn that down. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that's like, man, if I, that would be restful t- for me because man, when I'm at home, getting things done means like tons of housework, you know, and, uh, knocking off repairs or whatever. It's all, you know, the honey do list, you yes. know, as we like to call it. Yep. But, uh, you know, that's the, uh, what I'm saying is it's different for everybody. Like you, I could read a book and that would be my resting. You could read a book and you'd be like, man, I need to take a break from this, you know? Um, yes. Yeah. So it's just going to look different for everybody, but with, are you guys traveling for spring break? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Keeping that, it local. Yeah. That, cause that's the one thing that she says in here where it's, uh, um, uh, resting every day, every week, every month and every year of your life, but you know, develop an intentional rhythm of rest and work in your life. Uh, you know, spring break, obviously it's going to be restful, as restful as it can be with 
small four small children. Um, yes, but that's uh, it. that that rest looks a little different yeah. than other types. Yeah, that's definitely physically tired. You know, the body is Your tired. Your soul could be rested though. <laughs> My soul's rested. Um, but I mean, there's there's uh, one sentence in her actual you know the paragraphs of what she wrote about it that stuck out to me. Rest is a radical thing in our day and age, and it is. You know, to just say I'm not going to accomplish something right now. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rest. Um, that's gonna be hard, man. It's it's it just is. it always is hard. Um, there's always got to be some component of accomplishment, even in my rest. I think. Or it's yes. Like, man, I would love to. Resting is reading a book, but even then, I'm like you. Like it'll yeah, feel good to have this book read. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and not good in the sense that I'm just enjoying this practice. It's like it'll be good to be to say that I'm done. Yeah. And to say that I finished <laughs> right. it. Right. And there's just this sense of like. I don't uh, like why. Why do I always feel like I have to accomplish something? Yeah, it's like taking sort a break from accomplishment. My time. Yes, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know how it's going to look. I haven't really mapped this out. I haven't thought about it. I've just been thinking spring break rest. But yeah. the way that she differentiated, like that's going to be an extremely exhausting body experience. You know, like my body's going to be tired. Right. We're going to Colorado for little kids. I mean, it's just going to be tiring. Yeah. Um. So that'll be interesting to see if I can build that in. But just that, I think the the thing that I would want to focus on would just be like, how do you like in your normal rhythm? It's not, let's say it's not spring break. How do you build rest into your normal rhythm? Cause like we're, like I was saying at the beginning, I just react to tiredness rather than just like, I'm intentionally taking restful moments. Um, you know, however I'm designed to do that, you know, best help my walk with the Lord, you know? Yeah. So uh, uh, I guess I'm just going to experiment with this a little bit. I don't have a plan. I don't have a plan. Your but plan the, will be to, Find a plan as the you plan go. plan is to find a plan to rest. As you go. Yeah, as we go. Good, yeah. man. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, appreciate uh, appreciate you giving your time. Hopefully, it's helpful and fruitful. And, um, you know, hit us up if you have feedback, uh, things you want to see covered, and we'll keep at it. Awesome. Yeah, next week, we'll, uh, we'll recap our rest and dig into uh, retreat. Actually, the week after next. That's right. That. That's but, right. Uh, yeah, definitely thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love this. We love just doing this. So even yes. if nobody was listening, you know, this has been extremely beneficial for us as well. Absolutely. So uh, we appreciate you guys being a part of the journey. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Peace. And that well played. is why we are the...
Yeah, that's where we're headed. Yeah. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> How long has it been? It's probably been it's probably been four four to six weeks. Yeah. We've really failed our listeners. Or have we? Or have we taken rest so seriously? <laughs> we're we're going to find out. <laughs> we're about to find out. Uh, well, it has been about, like probably a couple weeks before Easter was the last time we sat down and actually That's chatted. That's right. And right now we're sitting at about two or three weeks after Easter. Uh, so apologies for the uh, brief respite, but um, we're back at it. Uh, Claude and Seth are back in the saddle, back disciplining themselves. That's right. Right. Is that the way to? That works. Why don't yeah. you take over from here? We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. No, you're doing great, man. Doing yeah. After, after a little hiatus, we're back. Um, just I'm rusty. To, yeah. Just to get back to uh, get back to talking through uh, formation and uh, just thank you all for listening um, and and tuning in and just a little recap. Uh, our purpose with formation is to you know give attention to the practices and disciplines that form us into. Uh, fully mature um, and flourishing disciples of Jesus uh, because uh, formation doesn't happen without intentionality and repetition. So we want to give ourselves to those disciplines. And then this podcast is just an opportunity for you to listen in as we uh, try to practice those things ourselves and uh, and share our insights, not as experts, but as uh, fellow disciples um, moving along the path towards Jesus. So uh, we're going to kind of do something a little bit different uh, today. Since we've taken a break, we're going to use that break to spur on some reflection about formation. And kind of our theme for this uh, episode is going to center around the couple of lessons that Seth and I have learned regarding spiritual formation over the last four to six weeks that have been a pretty busy time for both of us. So yeah, the theme is really, uh, you know, lessons and takeaways on spiritual disciplines when life is crazy and frantic yeah <laughs> so that's kind of the angle we're taking yeah uh yeah easter's always in for those in ministry it's like uh, you know it's super bowl sunday uh mm-hmm. it's, it's what it's it the, feels like it is the biggest sunday of the year um and there's just a lot that goes into it, a lot of moving parts we increase the number of services and increase the number of volunteers needed all that stuff it's just a really busy time so it was funny that rest fall, fell into the uh easter season yeah uh for us um, did you get, well, before you get into your lessons, did you even get a chance to rest? Like cognitively, I'm actually right now resting, anything like that? Not, not really. Um, yeah. you know, so we had, uh, you know, the Easter stretches is typically, you know, m- more excitement, more, uh, more activity, um, for, you know, for people in vocational ministry. Uh, sometimes it can feel like self-imposed pressure too, uh, for, you know, for not careful, uh, so that so that's just like a unique unique kind of stretch, and then on top of that, uh, my wife we had our third uh, our third kid, um, and so we're so we've got a s- which is probably six, seven weeks no. seven week old, uh, and so you know that's an that's obviously a, a how'd major, that go? Didn't y'all do a home adjustment. birth? We did. It was great. Everything was yeah. fine. Yeah, home birth advocate. You know, so hit me up. You uh, hit, hit me, me up. up. At <laughs> formation. Uh, yeah. Please don't email formation. <laughs> <laughs> if you want got home birth questions, let me know. Yeah. Um, uh, people have been given births in homes for uh, uh, thousands of years, um, and so yeah. It, yeah. All, it all works out. Um, but yeah, so so you know, so we um, you know obviously had you know wonder, wonderful addition to our family, so we're adjusting there. So so it's been it's just a boy, right? A girl. girl. Oh, it's a girl. What's yep. her name? Tatum. Tatum. Yep. All right. Not after Jason Tatum, who has not been playing with, well for the Celtics. What about Tatum Channing? Is that a real Channing Tatum? Gu- Channing Tatum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not after him either. Are you sure? No. Okay. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me ask my wife. Um, no, I'm pretty sure that's not. <laughs> Let me ask um, my wife. 
So so yeah, so it's just it's been a it's been a pretty I mean it's been a whirlwind for us. Yeah. And so so Easter rest baby. in any traditional sense, like in in any not traditional, in an ideal sense, no. But I think that sort of dovetails into some of the lessons that um you know yeah. that I've been learning in uh in the midst of this. Is it uh man, I'm just wondering, is it any does it come to surprise any of us that you know in our culture that rest was one of the ones we struggled the hardest with you know i hope not <laughs> uh man that's just i think it's the most countercultural discipline i mean just to say like you're going to actually discipline yourself to not do anything correct uh and man i'm struggling with rest big time because it's like man, with four kids under nine you know nine five four and two how do you rest? Right. You know, I don't understand. And so like, even on the weekends, it's like, man, you get, you get Fridays off and Saturdays off and that's your time to rest. It's like, that's not restful. Right. Uh, it's, it's full of life and full of joy, but it's not like what I would consider restful. Right. Um, so it's like, man, when you work, you work, when you go home, you're still kind of in this just performance mode of being dad and, you know, keeping up with little kids. It's just, it's hard, man. I don't yeah. understand how to do it. Yeah. Um, so like you said in your intro, we are not experts. No, we're not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is one that I'm having a really hard time with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, uh, I agree. I think it leads into, you know, hopefully some of the lessons that, that we can uh, reflect on. I, I think part of, part of that conversation on rest, um, you know, has to distinguish soul rest versus physical rest. And then also I think it, you know, it's also related to, uh, how we how we are mentally preparing to approach something and sort of our expectations on kind of an idealized version of what rest is versus like rest in reality like rest in the reality of like yeah this, life. Is, this is how it is right this now. is how life is yeah. right now and so you know rest takes different forms in different seasons and and things like that and you know all stuff that we've kind of talked about at, at different points but um I mean that kind of leads into one of my uh, one of my takeaways uh, for spiritual disciplines when life feels really frantic. Um, and you know, my, my first one was just the value of a plan. So, you know, when life is interesting, yeah, really hectic, um, you know, uh, different variables in life that don't allow you to have the kind of consistent sort of rhythms that you think you're going to have. Uh, I just have been realizing the value of having a plan for spiritual disciplines, a plan for, uh, time with God, a plan for all of those things, because in the franticness of life, when things are really chaotic schedule wise or really chaotic with your responsibilities, um, or you can't determine your schedule the way you typically like to do, uh, having a plan, uh, really helps, uh, because when those pockets of sort of open or free time happen, uh, I can immediately, if I have a plan latch onto, okay, I can use this time to, to, read scripture and I already know what I'm supposed to be reading yeah. and what I want to be reading right. rather than, okay, I got this 15 minute window. What do right? I want to read? I don't know what to read. Should I read Ezekiel? <laughs> Maybe I should read through the four gospels over the next seven months. Right. Yeah. That just sort of like, it removes that sort of indi- indi- uh, indecision and immediately, okay, I got a 15 minute window here. Um, man, my, my, my soul is weary. I'm tired. I'm discouraged. I, I, I need, I need to give myself to, to scripture. Okay. This is, this was my plan. So I can jump right into yeah. Matthew seven. And yeah. so I've just been seeing the value of the plan. It allows me to, 
find those little pockets in, in it, it removes sort of that one uh, step of indecisiveness that if I have that there, I'm probably just going to start scrolling through my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, I, oh, okay. Yeah. Like what should I, um, you know what? And let me check Facebook for what I should do. Yeah. Let me, let me see if someone on Instagram has a, has a Bible verse for me, you know, that, that, that sort right. of stuff. Right? right. Where it's just like, okay, that one level of distraction is just going to kind of derail me. So the value, the value of a plan there, even like the value you mean like of, a reading plan. Yeah. Like, like a reading plan, I think specifically. Okay. Specifically for me has been helpful just knowing, you know, so like I haven't been able to do ideal quiet times in the morning as often um, over this little stretch. So it's kind of been like, oh, at night, you know, I could I could um, watch watch this NBA game or, you know what, I can take some time and I already know what I want to read. Let, let me do that and, and yeah. let me let me set aside some time for that. Yeah. So just having that plan has been helpful. Having a plan like knowing, hey, these are two spiritual disciplines that I love, like the exam and let me I can always know I know how to do that. I can go back to that yeah. uh, e- easily. So just the value of a plan when life when life is really hectic. Yeah. Uh, I'll piggyback on that. One of the my big takeaways over the past few weeks, the plan, yes, but not necessarily like a reading plan, but just sort of like getting, I don't know if this is a spiritual discipline, but get your life together. Yeah, uh, that's one I need. You know, I need like, to do that. <laughs> bring order into the chaos. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, one thing that, uh, not one thing, there's, I mean, for better or worse, just coming up with a system of managing your life, like life management. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the new routine that I've sort of adopted over the past few weeks, you know, uh, get up early in the morning, you spend 30 minutes just sort of listening to the Lord, you know, reading scripture, trying to hear from him. Um, and then like right when you get in the office, you have like these three or four things you do every day towards mm-hmm. the end. You have these three or four things you do to shut down the office day. Uh, those things being planned the next day, you know, plan out your times when you're actually gonna have some bandwidth to spend some time with the Lord. Um, also plan out like, you know, your to do's, your meetings, all that stuff. But one thing that's been really helpful for me is, um, is I mean, I've been st- trying to leverage this technology uh, into my disciplines. There's this really amazing app called Day One, hmm. um, which is like essentially- Is oh, that the journal thing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it is the best journaling technology I've ever seen. Um, and so just being sort of disciplined, just even if it's like two or three sentences that night, hey, what happened today? Uh, sort of taking the examine in. Um, and then after at the end of every week, like assess your week, you know, that's cool. what happened this past week. What are your big three goals these next three week or next week? Uh, just sort of keeping your life together. Yeah. Uh, what that does for me, what I've learned is when I know that almost everything that's going on is written down somewhere in my trusted system, you know, so to speak, uh, it just kind of frees your mind to really engage the disciplines and not be so scatterbrained. Absolutely. You know, constantly thinking about all these other things. Like, no, I've already got that in my mind. It's already in the journal. You know, uh, it's thought about. So I think just, you know, coming up with a system to just sort of bring order to your chaos. um, That's wise, man. Really creates a pathway to kind of, you know, there's this really great uh, system of getting things done. It's called Getting Things Done, uh, you know, by David Allen. And he has this saying, it's like, mind like water. You know, something comes into your mind, it's like a pebble that drops into water, it creates these wavelengths, but then your mind returns to calm because you get it out of your mind, you get it into a system that you trust, you know, a journal, technology, whatever, and that's out. Yeah. And then your mind can return to what it does best, which is like, you know, thinking and going to, uh, you know, creativity and stuff like that. So that's been big for me is just kind of bringing order to chaos. I don't know man, if that's that's, a that's so helpful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's so helpful, man. That's uh, yeah, giving me some good things to apply. Yeah, and I think what's interesting is you know if we see 
uh, all of all of life is you know holistic unto God, and our every part of our life is um, belongs to Jesus. You know that, yeah. that is very much, that is very much an important thing in yeah. terms of uh, in terms of just the ways that we can try to be um, organized and have vision and have reflection and have. Uh, have sort of organization in our yeah. life. That's it's very, just sort of being much mindful. Correct. You know, yeah. like thinking about your past week, thinking about yeah. what's coming up next week, and then just constantly doing that. And then uh, coming into May, just do, I, you know, just said, I'm going to take two hours. I'm going to do, do a review of April and just say, what happened in April? You know, what are the biggest wins? What are the biggest fails? You know, where am I struggling with the Lord? Where am I thriving? Like all this stuff kind of just propels you kind of do a deeper inward reflection yeah um it's so helpful man yeah it's It's just so helpful uh i kind of undervalued that my my entire life but i mean part of the creation mandate is bring order to chaos correct and you know i think that starts with yourself yeah (laughs) well and i think part of the reason you know we talked about with a, a bunch of different disciplines that create that margin for reflection and if we go 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 you know we it's hard to reflect on yeah it's hard to reflect on april what happened in april i have no idea you know what happened in march i have no clue you know and it's not that doing something like this increases your memory it just means you could go you could literally open something and look at it and say oh yeah that's what happened right um and you sort of have a a way of of tracking that's right it's not about it's it's not about like because i think i've always go 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 but it's going on the right things. Right. Otherwise, you're just mindlessly doing tasks that come up. Correct. You know, rather than just like having a proactive plan of how yeah. to really create a devotional life or, you know, a spiritual life, professional life, whatever that you that you really want. Yeah. You know, have a plan for it. Yeah. Um, it's like going back to what you said, have a plan. Yeah, that's why. It's just yeah. invaluable, man. Mm-hmm. It's been, been huge for me. I like that, man. It's going to give me some good stuff to, uh, to apply myself. The, um, you're welcome. Thank you. No, I appreciate it, man. That's why this podcast is helpful. Um, the second, the the other, the only other one that that I um, really dialed in on, wanted to keep it simple at these two. I think these have been the two biggest uh, reminders, lessons for me. Um, the second uh, takeaway for me was uh, disciplines are more important when life is most frantic. Um, and so, yeah, uh, you know, when when, yeah. when things are the when things are the zaniest and feel the most pressurized. Uh, that's that's when you know the disciplines are the most important and so uh, which relates to kind of that idea of having a plan because you know when I feel like I don't have time to pray to read scripture is when I really need to the most and yeah. so over the that's last good. four six weeks I've just been learning that and then learning to um, because of that um, take advantage of those pockets make those pockets to do that uh, even though it feels like man there's all these other things happening and yeah. I, I need all of those things the most in those seasons yeah no, that's that's good, man. What like uh, I think one of the things that has been helpful for me over the past month or so, um, like you're saying, it's just the it's the most hectic time of the year I think for vocational ministry workers, and um, one thing that my wife and I started doing because we just we came to this sort of understanding that we just don't really pray together very much, mm-hmm. or as as much as we'd like to. Um, a lot of people would say at all, you know, um, and I think there's just really something that God really honors when a husband and wife pray together, you know, and when they seek him together. Um, that's the one thing we started doing was just in the evenings, uh, not to put so much pressure on, Hey, let's pray together. I'm going to say a lot of things. You're going to say a lot of things, but always be talking, you know, but just to like, Hey, for 15 minutes, let's just be in the presence of the Lord together. Um, and that's been one thing. I don't know if maybe that's a discipline we'll get into soon, like couple 
before Lord or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> add, add a page to the uh, spiritual discipline there you handbook. Go, yeah. But just like, hey, if you want to journal, great. If you want to read the scripture, great. Just and then at the end, let's just see what the Lord does in that time. What are you getting? You know, what's what do you yeah, think the man. Lord's putting on your heart? That's wonderful. Uh, and then just close that time by verbally praying. I think, babe, I think this is a, a discipline we're going to get to. But just listening to the Lord, not always feeling like you need to be talking, you know, but just listening to what the Lord wants to say to you. God wants to talk to us. You know, it's just we drown him out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the scripture calls it that uh, the still small voice of the Lord. Um, he's wanting to speak to his kids, you know, his children. But it's just like, man, we're constantly, like you're saying, busy, frantic, all that stuff to create that bandwidth in your day where you can just kind of sit and just listen to what he wants to say. I think that stuff, um, that's what I've learned over the past few months or past few weeks. has just been man, so valuable to, to our marriage, to, you know, our parenting relationship. Uh, our union, all that stuff. Yeah, that's strong. Um, so yeah, the, I'd say you know our takeaways aren't too dissimilar. Uh, they're kind of, <laughs> yeah, because we both experienced the frantic pace of yeah what happened these past four weeks. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I think that revealed some stuff to both of us. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think one of the things you know, just to add one little piece uh, in this stretch, I'm just reminded of how in, how valuable it is to either have you know scripture memorized or just like passages of scripture that mean a lot. Uh, and that you just go back to yeah. where it's sort of like, man, that's good. I'm like, man, I'm on the go. Like, let me go back. Like, man, I love, I love to go back to the sermon on yeah. the Mount. And yeah. I, I love to pray the Lord's prayer. Like, let me just go back to these old, these faithful, yeah. wonderful things that have meant so much to me. And that's different for Jesus. every person. You know? And it's different for everybody. Yeah. And it's like, that's like, that's wonderful. Like it doesn't have, you don't have yeah. to be like, well, now I'm in the next part. It's just like, go back to, you know, go back to your, your first loves, your, your home base and, and just yeah. like, and, and spend time with Jesus, be encouraged, pray the Lord's prayer, uh, do those things. Like when life is busy on the go, cause I mean, in, in reality, like life is always busy on the go just to, you know, higher or lesser degrees. And so just going back to those kind of tried and true, uh, portions of scripture, you know, those, those disciplines, like just going yeah. back to, you know, those fundamentals, like so to that. speak. So that's been encouraging for me, even like this morning, it was just like, man, I'm groggy. It's like, I'm going to pray the Lord's prayer and, yeah. and, and, you know, reflect on this. And then, man, I, I gotta, I gotta get these kids going because I'm taking them to school in the morning and, you know, just yeah. taking on new stuff. It's like, man, it's a new rhythm for me. Okay. So let me, let me just go back to what I know. Yeah. That happens a lot with music too. You know, like hmm. all, there's all this music out there, whatever and you're yeah, trying to yeah, search yeah. through it, but yeah. you're like, let me, let me just go back to like the three the albums staples, that I like, you know, like, <laughs> let me just go listen to you too. Yeah. You know, the Joshua tree again. Yeah. It's just, just like, oh, just the, yep, tri- the tried just and true. works, you yeah. know? <laughs> and I, and I think that's like, I think for me, the reason that's such an important reminder is like, I, I often want like new, fresh, exciting, and it doesn't, it doesn't need to be that. It, it doesn't need to be right. something new. It doesn't need to be something exciting. It doesn't need to be something innovative. Like I can just go yeah. back to what's tried and true in, in the scriptures. So. And I think that can specifically be applied to the Lord. You know, yeah. he, he's never changing. He's always the same yesterday, today, and forever. And like, there's just ways that the Lord relates to us that he's put, that he's wired you to do that. You know, he's wired you to love these scriptures and wired me to love these scriptures. And uh, that's the beauty of scripture, you yeah. know, that it speaks to everyone. Um, Okay, so do you want to look forward? Let's look forward. Okay, uh, so here's what we got coming up. We got retreat. Let's do it. Okay, um, so retreat. Have you ever done a retreat? Uh, not not in a real comprehensive way. Retreats have been sort of like, hey, we're gonna go do this thing, and like we're all like together, and then for like 
30 minutes of this retreat, you can kind of have a real retreat. So, <laughs> so, so sort of, uh, kind of, kind of like that, you know? Um, and those have been great. Like I'm not knocking that, yeah. uh, but not, not, um, I don't think in a real focused way that, that, uh, that Calhoun talks about in, in, uh, the spiritual disciplines handbook. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the only, when I think of retreat, I've done like a couple times, there's this place out, you know, it's about 45 minutes away, but it's, it's specifically like a retreat for pastoral ministers. Um, they just kind of reserve this area for pastors and you can come out there and spend the day. I've, I've done that a few times. It's been, it's been a while, uh, since I've done it. It's always been good, but it's just been a long time. Um, this kind of goes back to the rest. It's like, how do you find the time? You know, and how do you, how do you leverage that time to make sure that like it's valuable? Yeah. Um, so if you like, what do you have a plan for engaging with the retreat discipline this week? You know, I, I think, um, some of the ways that Calhoun gives suggestions for applying this, I think I'm going to take the one that's sort of the, the most, um, lowest hanging uh, fruit, hanging fruit <laughs> yeah. so to speak. Uh, which I think is just trying to find a pocket going to, to a hermitage. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, finding finding the pocket of uh, of where I could basically just applying or treat as solitude and just find yeah. where where can I get um, what like the having short times apart as well as extended times away with God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to try to look look to have an intentional way to do that. Um, I think most realistically for me that it's going to have that I can do that at the end of the day, probably towards the night, towards the nighttime when, yeah. when, um, when kind of the house is calm and everyone's asleep, something like that. Um, yeah. and, uh, so that'll, that'll be the way I'll, I'll try to tackle this and yeah, this will be good. It's a like good that. challenge for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking along the same lines. I don't think I'm able to be able to get away. Uh, hermitage is probably a little too far out there for me. Uh, that's going to be difficult, but almost combining, I wonder if you could combine retreat with like examine, yeah, know, um, yeah, where you know during the evenings, like you're saying, just kind of sit down and use that time to retreat, spend some time with the Lord, but also examine, yeah, and think over your day. Um, I may do a little combo. I like that this week. I like that of, the uh, one-two punch. Yeah, some might call it the retramen. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would call it that, but I'm glad that you did. <laughs> <laughs> Another new chapter in the That's book. That's right, new chapter. <laughs> the Retramen. The third edition. Uh, yeah, or the Exit. The which, I'm not sure which one it is. Retramen. Retramen is probably your best bet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and so did you want to add anything on retreat as we uh, as we go into it this week? No, man, I think that's, um, I think that's really strong. Um, so, I, yeah, like could you, in your best understanding, just sort of define retreat? as you understand it for, for whoever's listening. Yeah. I think retreat is really, um, it seems like kind of a cousin to, to solitude. Yeah. It's, it's stepping away from normal rhythms, kind of the normal noise, the normal, um, obligations, stepping away from those, retreating back from those in order to, uh, commune with Jesus, um, in whatever way you're, you're choosing to do that. So that could be, I think typically we hear retreat and we think stepping away to, to be with the Lord for a day, for two yeah, days, for right. three days. Definitely. But I think it also can be, you know, I'm, I'm retreating for, for 30 minutes at the end of my day, at the beginning of my day, you know, whatever that might be. So yeah. kind of that pulling away in order to, to kind of, uh, look, look, uh, look towards Christ. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think one thing we're going to find out like through rest, through retreat, we're really not as busy as we think we are. That's probably very true. You know, yeah. like we just mm -hmm. have so many things that just consume our attention. Yeah. Yep. And we That's just a great word. We always lose focus. Yeah. And we just, oh, let me chase this for yep. 30 minutes. And we're not as busy as we think we yeah. are. And if we can intentionally build in these times and actually think through the day ahead of time and actually plan it out 
You know, here are the mm-hmm. three things I've got to get done today. Beyond that, man, I'm going to let the Lord, yeah, you know, speak to me however he can through these different pockets of open space. I think uh, I think we're going to learn, like, we really do have time to do these things. Yeah, this is good, man. <laughs> you know, this is if good. we could just control our attention yeah. and our distraction. Yeah. I think that's a great insight, man. Yeah, so let's, let's give it a shot. Let's um, do it. Let's do it this week. So, you know, if you're listening, if you can get away for a day or two or whatever, by all means, man, that is awesome. Um, please do that. I, I don't think that's wasted time at all. Uh, but for a lot of us, it's just going to be, you know, 30 minutes here, 15 minutes here, an hour here. Uh, just intentionally re- retreating and, and spending time with the Lord. And if you're like me, you can retramming. Retramming. Get it done. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, very good. We'll, we will, uh, we'll be back next week. We'll uh, discuss what happened with our retreats, and uh, we'll get into the next discipline, which is called self-care. Look forward to it. All right. Sounds good. Well, guys, thanks for uh, hanging in there with us. It's, it's great to be back. Uh, and looking forward to seeing what the Lord does. And uh, we'd love to hear your stories. As always, you know, send us uh, some thoughts at formation at fellowshipmemphis.org. We read those, uh, both Claude and I do, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, but we, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks. Thanks, y'all. back welcome back folks <laughs> how long has it been it's probably been it's probably been four four to six weeks yeah we've really failed our listeners or have we or have we taken rest so seriously <laughs> we're, we're gonna find out <laughs> we're about to find out uh well it has been but like probably a couple weeks before easter was last time we sat down and actually That's right. and right now we're sitting at about two or three weeks after easter uh so apologies for the uh, brief respite, but um, we're back at it. Uh, Claude and Seth are back in the saddle, back disciplining themselves. That's right. Right. Is that the way to forget? That works. Why yeah. don't you take over from here? We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. No, you're doing great, man. Doing yeah. After, after a little hiatus, we're back. Um, just I'm rusty. Just to, yeah, just to get back to, uh, get back to talking through uh, formation and uh, just thank you all for listening um, and, and tuning in and just a little recap, uh, our purpose with formation is to, you know, give attention to the practices and disciplines that form us into uh, fully mature um, and flourishing disciples of Jesus, uh, because uh, formation doesn't happen without intentionality and repetition. So we want to give ourselves to those disciplines. And then this podcast is just an opportunity for you to listen in as we uh, try to practice those things ourselves and uh, and share our insights, not as experts, but as uh, fellow disciples um, moving along the path towards Jesus. So uh, we're going to kind of do something a little bit different uh, today. Since we've taken a break, we're going to use that break to spur on some reflection about formation. And kind of our theme for this uh, episode is going to center around the couple of lessons that Seth and I have learned regarding spiritual formation over the last four to six weeks that have been a pretty busy time for both of us. So yeah, the theme is really, uh, you know, lessons and takeaways on spiritual disciplines when life is crazy and frantic. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of the angle we're taking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Easter is always in for those in ministry. It's like, uh, you know, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's know, what it's it feels the, like. It, it is the biggest Sunday of the year. Um, and there's just a lot that goes into it, a lot of moving parts. We increase the number of services and 
increase the number of volunteers needed, all that stuff. It's just a really busy time. So it was funny that rest fell into the uh, Easter season uh, for us. Um, Did you get, well, before you get into your lessons, did you even get a chance to rest? Like cognitively, I'm actually right now resting, anything like that? Not, not really. Um, yeah. You know, so we had that, you know, Easter stretches is, is typically, you know, m- more excitement, more, uh, more activity um, for, you know, for people in vocational ministry. Uh, sometimes it can feel like self-imposed pressure too, uh, for, you know, for not careful. Uh, so that, so that's just like a unique, unique kind of stretch. And then on top of that, uh, my wife, we had our third, uh, our third kid. Um, and so we're, so we've got a which is probably rest seven weeks, no. seven week old. Uh, and so, you know, that's, an, that's obviously, uh, how'd major, that go? Didn't y'all do a home adjustment. birth? We did. It was great. Everything was yeah. fine. Yeah. Home birth advocate, you know, so hit me up. You, uh, hit, hit me, me up. up. <laughs> formation. Uh, yeah. please don't email formation. <laughs> <laughs> if you want got home birth questions, let me know. Um, yeah. Yeah, people have been giving births in homes for, uh, uh, thousands of years. Um, and yeah. so it, yeah. all, it all works out. Um, but yeah, so, so, you know, so we, um, you know, obviously had, you know, wonder, wonderful addition to our family. So we're adjusting there. So, so it's been it's just a boy, right? A girl. girl. Oh, it's a girl. What's yep. her name? Tatum. Tatum. Yep. All right. Not after Jason Tatum, who has not been playing with, well for the Celtics. What about Tatum Channing? Is that a real Channing Tatum? Guy? Channing Tatum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not after him either. Are you sure? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me ask my wife. Um, no, I'm pretty sure that's not. <laughs> Let me ask um, my wife. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it's just it's been a it's been a pretty. I mean, it's been a whirlwind for us. Yeah. And so, so Easter rest baby. in any traditional sense, like in in any not traditional in an ideal sense. No, but I think that sort of dovetails into some of the lessons that um, you know yeah. that I've been learning in. Uh, in the midst of this is it uh man i'm just wondering is it any does it come to surprise any of us that you know in our culture that rest was one of the ones we struggled the hardest with you know i hope not (laughs) uh man that's just i think it's the most countercultural discipline i mean just to say like you're going to actually discipline yourself to not do anything correct uh and man i'm struggling with rest big time because it's like man, with four kids under nine you know nine five four and two how do you rest right you know i don't understand and so like even on the weekends it's like man you get you get fridays off and saturdays off and that's your time to rest it's like that's not restful right uh it's it's full of life and full of joy but it's not like what i would consider restful right um so it's like man when you work you work when you go home you're still kind of in this just performance mode of being dad and you know, keeping up with little kids, just, it's hard, man. I don't understand how to do it. Yeah. Um, so like you said in your intro, we are not experts. No, we're not. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, this is one that I'm having a really hard time with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, uh, I agree. I think it leads into, you know, hopefully some of the lessons that, that we can uh, reflect on. I, I think part of, part of that conversation on rest, um, you know, has to distinguish soul rest versus physical rest. And then also I think it, you know, it's also related to uh, how we, how we are mentally preparing to approach something and sort of our expectations on kind of an idealized version of what rest is versus like rest in reality, like rest in the reality of like, yeah, this is is how it is. This is how life is right now. And so, you know, rest takes different forms in different seasons and, and things like that. And, you know, all stuff that we've kind of talked about at at different points, but, um, I mean, that kind of leads into one of my, uh, one of my takeaways, uh, for spiritual disciplines when life feels really frantic. Um, and you know, my, my first one was just the value of a plan. 
So, you know, when life is interesting, yeah, really hectic, um, you know, uh, different variables in life that don't allow you to have the kind of consistent sort of rhythms that you think you're going to have. Uh, I just have been realizing the value of having a plan for spiritual disciplines, a plan for uh, time with God, a plan for all of those things. Because in the franticness of life, when things are really chaotic schedule-wise or really chaotic with your responsibilities, um, or you can't determine your schedule the way you typically like to do, uh, having a plan uh, really helps uh, because when those pockets of sort of open or free time happen, uh, I can immediately, if I have a plan, latch onto, okay, I can use this time to, to read scripture and I already know what I'm supposed to be reading yeah. and what I want to be reading right. rather than, okay, I got this 15 minute window. What do right? I want to read? I don't know what to read. Should I read Ezekiel? <laughs> Maybe I should read through the four gospels over the next seven months, right? Yeah. That just sort of like, it removes that sort of indi- indi- uh, indecision and immediately, okay, I got a 15 minute window here. Um, Man, my 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 soul is weary. I'm tired. I'm discouraged. I, I I need I need to give myself to to scripture. Okay, this is this was my plan, so I can jump right in to yeah. Matthew seven. And yeah. so I've just been seeing the value of the plan. It allows me to find those little pockets, and and it it removes sort of that one uh, step of indecisiveness. That if I have that there, I'm probably just going to start scrolling through my phone. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like I, oh okay yeah like what should I, um you know what and let me check Facebook for what I should do. Yeah, let me let me. <laughs> see if someone on Instagram has a has a Bible verse for me. You know, that 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 sort right. of stuff, right? right? Where it's just like, okay, that one level of distraction is just gonna kinda derail me. So the value the value of a plan there, even like the value You mean like a of, reading plan? Yeah, like, like a reading plan, I think specifically. Okay. Specifically for me has been helpful just knowing, you know, so like I haven't been able to do ideal quiet times in the morning as often um over this little stretch. So it's kind of been like, oh at night, you know, I could I could um watch watch this NBA game or you know what I can take some time and I already know what I want to read let, let me do that and, and yeah. let me let me set aside some time for that yeah. so just having that plan has been helpful having a plan like knowing hey these are two spiritual disciplines that I love like the exam and let me I can always know I know how to do that I can go back to that yeah. uh, e- easily so just the value of a plan when life when life is really hectic yeah I, I'll piggyback on that one of the my big takeaways over the past few weeks the plan, yes, but not necessarily like a reading plan, but just sort of like getting, I don't know if this is a spiritual discipline, but get your life together. Yeah, uh, that's one I need. You I, know, I need like, to do that. <laughs> bring order into the chaos. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, one thing that, uh, not one thing, there's, I mean, for better or worse, just coming up with a system of managing your life, like life management. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the new routine that I've sort of adopted over the past few weeks, you know, uh, get up early in the morning, you spend 30 minutes just sort of listening to the Lord, you know, reading scripture, trying to hear from him. Um, and then like right when you get in the office, you have like these three or four things you do every day towards mm-hmm. the end. You have these three or four things you do to shut down the office day. Uh, those things being plan the next day, you know, plan out your times when you're actually gonna have some bandwidth to spend some time with the Lord. Um, also plan out like, you know, your to do's, your meetings, all that stuff. But one thing that's been really helpful for me is, um, is, I mean, I've been trying to leverage this technology uh, into my disciplines. There's this really amazing app called Day One, hmm. um, which is like essentially- Is it the journal thing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it is the best journaling technology I've ever seen. Um, and so just being sort of disciplined, just even if it's like two or three sentences that night, hey, what happened today? Uh, sort of taking the examine in, 
Um, and then after at the end of every week, like assess your week, you know, that's cool. what happened this past week. What are your big three goals these next three weeks or next week? Uh, just sort of keeping your life together. Yeah. Uh, what that does for me, what I've learned is when I know that almost everything that's going on is written down somewhere in my trusted system, you know, so to speak, uh, it just kind of frees your mind to really engage the disciplines and not be so scatterbrained absolutely you know constantly thinking about all these other things like no i've already got that in my mind it's already in the journal you know uh it's thought about so i think just you know coming up with a system to just sort of bring order to your chaos um, that's wise man really creates a pathway to kind of you know there's this really great uh system of getting things done it's called getting things done uh you know by david allen and he has this saying it's like mind like water you know, something comes into your mind, it's like a pebble that drops into water, it creates these wavelengths, but then your mind returns to calm because you get it out of your mind, you get it into a system that you trust, you know, a journal, technology, whatever, and that's out. Yeah. And then your mind can return to what it does best, which is like, you know, thinking and going to, uh, you know, creativity and stuff like that. So that's been big for me is just kind of bringing order to chaos. I don't know man, if that's, that's, a that's so helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so helpful, man. That's uh, yeah. Giving me some good things to apply. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is, you know, if we see uh, all of, all of life is, you know, holistic unto God and our, every part of our life is, um, belongs to Jesus, you know, that, yeah. that is very much, that is very much an important thing in yeah. terms of, uh, in terms of just the ways that we can try to be, um, organized and have vision and have reflection and have, uh, have sort of organization in our yeah. life that's it's very, just sort of very being much mindful correct you know yeah. like thinking about your past week think about yeah. what's coming up next week and then just constantly doing that and then uh coming into may just do i you know just said i'm going to take two hours i'm going to do, do a review of april and just say what happened in april you know what are the biggest wins what are the biggest fails you know where am i struggling with the lord where am i thriving like all this stuff kind of just propels you kind of do a deeper inward reflection yeah um it's so helpful man yeah it's, it's strong. so helpful uh i kind of undervalued that my my entire life but i've been part of the creation mandate is bring order to chaos correct and you know i think that starts with yourself yeah <laughs> you know? well and i think part of the reason you know we talked about with a, a bunch of different disciplines that create that margin for reflection and if we go 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 you know we, it's hard to reflect on yeah it's hard to reflect on april what happened in april i have no right. idea you know what happened in march i have no clue you yeah. know and it's not that doing something like this increases your memory it just means you could go you could literally open something and look at it right. and say, oh yeah that's what happened right um and you sort of have a, a way of, of tracking so that's right and it's I not about go, it's, it's not about like because I, I think i've always go 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 but it's going on the right things. Right. Otherwise, you're just mindlessly doing tasks that come up. Correct. You know, rather than just like having a proactive plan of yeah. how to really create a devotional life or, you know, a spiritual life, professional life, whatever that you that you really want. Yeah. You know, have a plan for it. Yeah. Um, it's like going back to what you said, have a plan. Yeah. That's why. It's just man. invaluable, man. Mm -hmm. It's been been huge for me. I like that, man. It's going to give me some good stuff to, uh, to apply myself. The, um, you're welcome. Thank you. No, I appreciate it, man. That's why this podcast is helpful. Um, the second, the the other, the only other one that that I um, really dialed in on, wanted to keep it simple at these two. I think these have been the two biggest uh, reminders, lessons for me. Um, the second uh, takeaway for me was uh, disciplines are more important when life is most frantic. Um, and so, yeah, uh, you know, when when, yeah. when things are the when things are the zaniest and feel the most pressurized. 
uh, that's that's when you know the disciplines are the most important and so uh, which relates to kind of that idea of having a plan because you know when I feel like I don't have time to pray to read scripture is when I really need to the most yeah. and so over the that's last good. four six weeks I've just been learning that and then learning to um, because of that um, take advantage of those pockets make those pockets to do that uh, even though it feels like man there's all these other things happening and yeah. I, I need all of those things the most in those seasons yeah no that's that's good man what like uh i think one of the things that has been helpful for me over the past month or so um like you're saying it's just the it's the most hectic time of the year i think for vocational ministry workers and um one thing that my wife and I started doing, because we just, we came to this sort of understanding that we just don't really pray together very much mm-hmm. or as, as much as we'd like to. Um, a lot of people would say at all, you know, um, and I think there's just really something that God really honors when a husband and wife pray together, you know, and when they seek him together. Um, so one thing we started doing was just in the evenings. Uh, not to put so much pressure on, hey, let's pray together. I'm going to say a lot of things. You're going to say a lot of things, but always be talking, you know, but just to like, hey, for 15 minutes, let's just be in the presence of the Lord together. Um, and that's been one thing. I don't know if maybe that's a discipline we'll get into soon, like couple before Lord or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> add, add a page to the uh, spiritual discipline. There you go, yeah. But just like, hey, if you want a journal, great. If you want to read the scripture, great. Just And then at the end, let's just see what the Lord does in that time. What are you getting? You know, what's what do you yeah, think the man. Lord's putting on your heart? That's wonderful. Um, uh, and then just close that time by verbally praying. I think, babe, I think this is a discipline we're going to get to. But just listening to the Lord, not always feeling like you need to be talking, you know. But just listening to what the Lord wants to say to you. God wants to talk to us, you know. It's just we drown him out, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's the scripture calls it that uh, the still small voice of the Lord. Um, he's wanting to speak to his kids, you know, his children. But it's just like. Man, we're constantly, like you're saying, busy, frantic, all that stuff to create that bandwidth in your day where you can just kind of sit and just listen to what he wants to say. I think that stuff, um, that's what I've learned over the past few months, or past few weeks has just been, man, so valuable to to our marriage, to, you know, our parenting relationship, uh, our union, all that stuff. Yeah, that's strong. Um, so, yeah, I'd say, you know, our takeaways aren't too dissimilar. Uh, they're kind of, <laughs> yeah, because we both experienced the frantic pace of yeah. what happened these past four weeks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that revealed some stuff to both of us. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think one of the things, you know, just to add one little piece, uh, in this structure, just reminded of how, in, how valuable it is to either have, you know, scripture memorized or just like passages of scripture that mean a lot, uh, and that you just go back to Yeah, where it's sort of like, man, that's good. I'm like, man, I'm on the go. Like, let me go back. Like, man, I love, I love to go back to the Sermon on yeah. the Mount, and yeah. I, I love to pray the Lord's Prayer. Like, let me just go back to these old, these faithful, yeah. wonderful things that have meant so much to me. And that's different for Jesus. every person. You and know? it's different for everybody. Yeah. And it's like, that's like, that's wonderful. Like, it doesn't have, you don't have yeah. to be like, well, now I'm in the next part. It's just like, go back to, you know, go back to your your first loves, your your home base, and, and just yeah. like, and, and spend time with Jesus, be encouraged, pray the Lord's Prayer, uh, do those things. Like, when life is busy on the go, because... I mean, in in reality, like life is always busy on the go just to, you know, higher or lesser degrees. And so just going back to those kind of tried and true uh, portions of scripture, you know, those those disciplines, like just going yeah. back to, you know, those fundamentals, like so to that. speak. So that's been encouraging for me, even like this morning, it's just like, man, I'm groggy. It's like, I'm, I'm going to pray the Lord's prayer and, yeah. and, and, you know, reflect on this. And then, man, I got to I got to get these kids going because I'm taking them to school in the morning and, you know, 
just yeah. taking on new stuff it's like man it's a new rhythm for me okay so let me let me just go back to what i know yeah that happens a lot with music too you know like hmm. all, there's all this music out there whatever and you're yeah, trying to search yeah, yeah. to it but yeah. you're like let me, let me just go back to like the three the albums staples, that i like you know like <laughs> let me just go listen to you two yeah you know the joshua tree again yeah and it's just, just like oh, just yeah, the tri- the this just intro. works you know yeah. And I, and I think that's like, I think for me, the reason that's such an important reminder is like, I, I often want like new, fresh, exciting, and it doesn't, it doesn't need to be that. It, it doesn't need to be right. something new. It doesn't need to be something exciting. It doesn't need to be something innovative. Like I can just go yeah. back to what's tried and true in, in the scriptures. So. And I think that can specifically be applied to the Lord, you know? Yeah. He, he he's never changing. He's always the same yesterday, today, and forever. And like, there's just ways that the Lord relates to us that he's put, that he's wired you to do that. You know, he's wired you to love these scriptures and wired me to love these scriptures. And, uh, that's the beauty of scripture, you yeah. know, that it speaks to everyone. Um, okay. So do you want to look forward? Let's look forward. Okay. Uh, so here's what we got coming up. We got retreat. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so retreat, have you ever done a retreat? Uh, not not in a real comprehensive way. Retreats have been sort of like, hey, we're going to go do this thing. And like we're all like together. And then for like 30 minutes of this retreat, you can kind of have a real retreat. So <laughs> so, so sort of kind of like that, you know. Um, and those have been great. Like I'm not knocking that. Yeah. Uh, but not not um, I don't think in a real focused way that that uh, that Calhoun talks about in, in uh, the spiritual disciplines handbook. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the only when I think of retreat, I've done like a couple times. There's this place out, you know, it's about 45 minutes away, but it's, it's specifically like a retreat for pastoral ministers. Um, they just kind of reserve this area for pastors and you can come out there and spend the day. I've, I've done that a few times. It's been, it's been a while, uh, since I've done it. It's always been good, but it's just been a long time. Um, this kind of goes back to the resty. It's like, how do you find the time? You know, and how do you how do you leverage that time to make sure that like it's valuable? Yeah. Um, so if you like, what do you have a plan for engaging with the retreat discipline this week? You know, I, I think um, some of the ways that Calhoun gives suggestions for applying this, I think I'm going to take the one that's sort of the the most um, lowest hanging uh, fruit, hanging fruit <laughs> yeah. so to speak. Uh, which I think is just trying to find a pocket going to a hermitage. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, finding finding the pocket of uh, of where I could basically just applying or treat as solitude and just finding yeah. where where can I get um, what like the having short times apart as well as extended times away with God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to try to look look to have an intentional way to do that. Um, I think most realistically for me that it's going to have the, I can do that at the end of the day probably towards the night towards the nighttime when, yeah. when um when kind of the house is calm and everyone's asleep something like that um yeah. and uh so that'll that'll be the way I'll I'll try to tackle this and yeah this will be good this is like a good that. challenge for me yeah I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking along the same lines I don't think I'm maybe they'll be able to get away um uh, the hermitage is probably a little too far out there for me uh that's gonna be difficult but almost combining I wonder if you could combine retreat with like examine yeah know, um yeah. where you know during the evenings, like you're saying, just kind of sit down and use that time to retreat, spend some time with the Lord, but also examine yep. and think over your day. Um, I may do a little combo. I like that. This week. I like that. Of, the uh, one-two punch. Yeah. Some might call it the retramen. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would call it that, but I'm glad that you did. <laughs> Another new chapter in the That's book. That's right. New chapter. Yeah. The retramen. The third edition. Uh, yeah. Or the exit. The, which, I'm not sure which one it is. Retramen. Retramen is probably your best bet. 
Okay. Uh, and so did you want to add anything on retreat as we uh, as we go into it this week? No, man, I think that's um, I think that's really strong. Um, so, I, yeah, like, could you in your best understanding just sort of define retreat as you understand it for for whoever's listening? Yeah, I think retreat is really um, it seems like kind of a cousin to, to solitude. Yeah. It's, it's stepping away from normal rhythms, kind of the normal noise, the normal um obligations, stepping away from those, retreating back from those in order to uh, commune with Jesus um, in whatever way you're, you're choosing to do that. So that could be, I think typically we hear retreat and we think stepping away to to be with the Lord for a day, for two yeah, days, for right. three days. Definitely. But I think it also can be, you know, I'm, I'm retreating for, for 30 minutes at the end of my day, at the beginning of my day, you know, whatever that might be. So yeah. kind of that pulling away in order to, to kind of uh, look, look, uh, look towards Christ. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think one thing we're going to find out, like through rest, through retreat, we're really not as busy as we think we are. That's probably very true. You know, like we just mm-hmm. have so many things that just consume our attention. Yeah. Yep. And we That's just a great word. We always lose focus. Yeah. And we just, oh, let me chase this for yep. 30 minutes. And we're not as busy as we think we yeah. are. And if we can intentionally build in these times and actually think through the day ahead of time and actually plan it out, you know, here are the mm-hmm. three things I've got to get done today. Beyond that, man, I'm going to let the Lord, yeah, you know, speak to me however he can through these different pockets of open space. I think uh, I think we're going to learn like we really do have time to do these things. Yeah, this is good, man. <laughs> you know, this is if good. we could just control our attention, yeah, and our distraction. Yeah. I think that's a great insight, man. Yeah, so let's let's give it a shot. Let's um, do it. Let's do it this week. So you know, if you're listening, if you can get away for a day or two or whatever, by all means, man, that is awesome. Um, please do that. I, I don't think that's wasted time at all. Uh, but for a lot of us, it's just going to be you know thirty minutes here, fifteen minutes here, an hour here. Uh, just intentionally re- retreating and, and spending time with the Lord. And if you're like me, you can retramming. Retramming. Get it done. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, very good. We'll, we will, uh, we'll be back next week. We'll uh, discuss what happened with our retreats, and uh, we'll get into the next discipline, which is called self-care. Look forward to it. All right. Sounds good. Well, guys, thanks for uh, hanging in there with us. It's, it's great to be back. Uh, and looking forward to seeing what the Lord does. And uh, we'd love to hear your stories. As always, you know, send us uh, some thoughts at formation at fellowshipmemphis.org. We read those, uh, both Claude and I do, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, but we, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks. Thanks, y'all.